Hello there friends and welcome to the Friday Night Word Show on the Kwalide FM podcast, a podcast that comes to you every Friday from the city of Pretoria, South Africa. This is a podcast that focuses mainly on family issues and that is the marital aspects. And I am your host, Tamsan Bogachuma. And I just want to say thank you for tuning in. And I want to thank you for tuning in as we were talking about ignorance last week. Ignorance affecting intimacy. This is our intimacy series. We are looking at intimacy from different angles. And you'll remember we started off the intimacy series by saying intimacy is not sex and we are continuing and we're looking at issues that affect our intimacy and issues that in ways in how we can enhance our intimacy i just want to say thank you for those that have been been engaging with us and discussing and uh, raising points and we have been uh, you know having conversations on how to improve our marriages if there's one thing that we can do to turn around the world's fortunes if there's one thing that you can do in your corner is to turn around the fortunes of your society your community if you can improve society it is to improve your marriage if you want to improve the economy of your country improve your marriage because when you improve your marriage it improves your family and once you improve your family it means that you have improved your society once you improve your society you've improved your community if you've improved your community you've improved your nation and i can tell you nations are made up of families and if families are strong nations will be strong well this week we are looking at past experiences messing up with your intimacy past experiences messing up your intimacy i mean all of us one way or the other have been hurt now let me let let let, let me define what i mean by past experiences and let's link it together what happens is our way of thinking our behavior is shaped by past experiences now let me tell you how i mean when you were raised as a child whatever you experienced whatever teaching you gained shaped your way of thinking when you started going to school when you went to work all those things shaped your way of thinking and once they shape your way of thinking what happens is they shape your thinking shapes your behavior the bible says as a man thinketh so is he so your childhood shapes the way you think right now your your teenagehood shapes the thing the way you think right now your customs your religion shapes the way you think right now your experience your courtship experiences your dating experiences they shape the way you are thinking they shape they play an influence in how you think your culture your culture shapes how you think and the the one of the very most important things to realize is that the biggest influencer of how we should be thinking in marriage is who created it 
and for what purpose what did this person did this being create marriage marriage is neither zulu no ndebele no 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 tswana no sutu marriage is a godly inst- godly created institution it is not something that human beings created and so i just want to emphasize from the onset marriage in order for marriage to succeed we should think of it in the ways of who created it god for what purpose did he create it then we should start living that way but we cannot ignore the fact that we are living in the world and there are these influences and so this week we want to look at certain things that influence our experience of marriage and i said past experiences you may have been dumped those things that dumping can influence how you perceive your relationship right now you may have had a very terrible breakup one in the past and that breakup may be influencing your behavior right now you may have had a terrible fight in your marriage and it is influencing how you how you behave in your marriage right now you you may have had a terrible childhood experience some of us might have experienced sexual uh, abuse and it is affecting how we are behaving right now some of us might have experienced physical abuse within marriage or with without marriage we might have experienced all those things and these things are shaping how maybe shaping how we experience marriage they they may be shaping our intimacy growth or our intimacy stifling so there are things that are affecting us i mean i i know of a guy who 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 had his heart broken you know he had his heart broken 20 years ago i don't know and this guy is not is still not yet married and he moved from one woman to the other why when i inquired because he says you can't trust women and so he's got to a point where there's no stability in terms of in getting a stable relationship but there's one hopping from one woman to the other and so it means that even if this person gets married there's 90% chances that this person may cheat or may jump out of marriage because of one thing that has not a thing that happened 20 years ago that was not dealt with and so i want to link this conversation with what we discussed last week we said we read from hosea chapter 4 verses 6 my people are killed because of lack of knowledge knowledge that they we have done what we have rejected so we we learned that ignorance ignorance is one who has not acquired knowledge and when you do not have knowledge you cannot deal with issues and so past experiences are stifling for some of us are stifling our intimacy are stifling our intimacy and and the reason why these things are stifling our intimacy it is because these things have not been dealt with they have not been dealt with because 90% of the time or 99% of the time we do not know how to deal with these issues say for instance let me give you an example you 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 had a terrible breakup and so now when you move to the next relationship and this next relationship leads to marriage and 
And when you move into into this relationship, you still got this thing that this person might betray me like the pre- previous person. This person might hurt me like the previous uh, p- uh, partner that I had. And so I'm not going to give myself fully. I'm not going to open up. I'm going to be protective, of which it's not wrong. I'm going to be protective of myself to such an extent that what it does is intimacy is about opening up, is about allowing the other person to see into you, into me see. And so because you're being protective, you're being, uh, you know, you're being on guard, what it does, it, it stifles intimacy. And the moment intimacy is stifled in a relationship, it means that you are not growing. Because intimacy says, once we are seeing into each other and we are growing, intimacy is a catalyst for growth in marriage. Intimacy is the platform for growth in marriage. Intimacy is what connects one you to your spouse. And so when you become protective because you were betrayed or you were hurt in your past relationship and you now penalize your your spouse for the previous person's, uh, uh, you know, sins. Now, what it does is it creates a gap. It creates that platform where you are not growing. Let's say you were lied to in the past. And, 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 and so now what happens is you then think my spouse will lie to me like my ex did to me. And, and, and so what you do is you carry that mistrust into your relationship. You carry that mistrust. So, Intimacy relies a lot on trust. Intimacy relies a lot on trust. You need to trust one another in order to create a platform where you say, I trust that when you see into me, when you see my hurts, when you see my pain, when you see my weaknesses, you will not judge me, but you will help me. But because there's mistrust, I then say, see into this section of my life, but don't see into this section of my life. So you are in this situation where I don't trust you. I don't trust you because, not of you, but because of the person who hurt me in the past. Say you you have been cheated on in the past. So what it does, it creates a distorted lens when building a relationship. And you, you, so you, 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 you probably expect it to happen again that I'll be cheated on. And, and, and so this creates a challenge in creating true intimacy. And, and, and so you, 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 you don't, um, you don't have this thing to say, uh, the guilty, one is guilty until proven innocent or one is innocent until proven guilty. So, Immediately what you do is you, 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 you define your partner as guilty or your, sp- your spouse of, as being guilty of cheating on you even before you have seen it. They, and what you want them to do is you want them to prove themselves innocent. You charge them guilty. So immediately because you are charging them guilty, it already affects your intimacy because they, they are a criminal. They are a criminal. So, you know, that's another past experience. So, um, there's another issue. Sexual, your, your, your sexual experience. Some of us might have entered into marriage having experienced sex in one way or the other. I was reading on a particular Facebook page and, uh, people were talking about their past sexual experiences. They were talking about the good and the bad. 
And and someone, let me pick up an example. Someone was saying, I had an ex who was very good in sex. And my spouse is terrible in sex. And so what it does is it affects the sexual intimacy. And this person was saying, I now want to go, probably go back and have some sexual experiences with my ex so that I can get some sexual satisfaction. So these are issues that have not been dealt with. You, 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 you. You, you are not experiencing sex the way you want it because of your past experiences. And you are not dealing with past experiences. And so it's affecting how you, uh, your intimacy right now. It's affecting your relationship with us. Say you, uh, now let me, talking about sexual abuse. I, I had a friend who was sexually abused uh, as a, as a young child, as a young uh, child and so this, in the process of being sexually abused, lost her virginity and had issues. And, and, and so we, we became very close with, uh, with my friend and we, we dealt, we, we grappled with this issue. We talked about it. You know, she, she opened up about it. She, she cried about it. And eventually she got to a point where she met somebody. She then, they intended to get married. And she raised this point up. And, as, and she says to me, I'm worried that my husband thinks I'm a virgin. And yet, I'm not a virgin, not by my making, but by sexual abuse. How do I handle it? My first instinct was to say, don't tell him about it. But then I, after some thinking and grappling about it, I said to tell him about it. Open up about it. But find a way. Don't just... Blurp it out. Find a way to build up to it. Have the right platform, the right atmosphere, so that you can share this experience. And so, they've been married for quite a long time. They've had their fair share of troubles. Um, But, in in essence, I I learned one thing. Talking about these things actually helps. It helps. It, 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 it helps the one who's been abused. It helps the one who has experienced what they've experienced deal, be comfortable to be around you. It helps the one who is listening to this experience to, 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 to support their spouse. It helps them. And, and, and I want to encourage us as, 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 uh, spouses to say, just because you have not experienced what your spouse has experienced in the past, uh, don't it do, does not give you the right to judge them. It does not give you the right to judge them. What you need to do, help yourself by getting knowledge. This is where last week's podcast comes into. Knowledge is, acquire, is, is the beginning of acquiring a skill, a skill to handle issues. If your spouse tells you that they were sexually abused, I can tell you it will be a shock to your system. It will be a shock to to how you feel about your spouse. But if you are equipped, being equipped is to have knowledge. If you are equipped in how to handle such a revelation, you will be, be you will be better placed to assist your spouse. Past experiences affecting our current relationship. you listening to the Friday Night Watch Show on the Kolide FM podcast. My name is Tommy Ogachuma. We're going to take a short musical break and we'll be listening to a group called The Message from 
the province of Mpumalanga, South Africa, specifically from Vidbank. God having mercy on me, God loving me. I love that song. I love that song. And I just hope that you experience that authentic African uh, music. Well, we are talking about past experiences affecting our current relationship. So we, we have said also your childhood experiences shape your current, um, your, the way you behave in your relationship. Say as a child, you grew up in a in a, in, in, in a home where um, confidence was not encouraged. Confidence was not inculcated into you, and so there you are uh, in, in in a in a, in, a, in a marriage, and you lack confidence. You lack this confidence, and and people handle the lack of confidence in very uh, different ways. Some people are very aggressive. Because they lack confidence and they try to make up for confidence by being aggressive in marriage, aggressive towards their spouse. And, and, and so they don't know how to, 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 you know, shape up their confidence or move it higher. And so what it does is instead of building up on intimacy, you've got this spouse who's aggressive and you don't understand why they are aggressive. Every time you say something, they feel as if you are attacking them. And so what they do, they respond in an aggressive manner. You, 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 and, and some withdraw into this shell because they lack confidence. They, they are not they're not living up to the standards of who they can be. And so it's frustrating to the other spouse to say, I can see potential in you. I can see wonderful things in you. And I'm trying to say, rise up. 
and, and this the, the the spouse in the core spouse is not rising up because they lack this confidence and the spouse who has got confidence might not see that my spouse lacks in confidence knowledge so if you know your spouse lacks in confidence what is important how do i help my spouse gain confidence gain self esteem you might have had anger issues as a child some people are perpetually angry they're perpetually angry about certain things that happened in their childhood and they carry this anger into marriage and so this person is angry and you don't know why they're angry and you don't know how to help a person overcome anger and so and so what it does it brings us to this point you are living in a relationship where your past is affecting your present experiences and let me just jump to another reality. You've been beat up in your marriage. And when I say beat up, I'm not only talking about women experiencing beating up. I'm talking also about men getting beat up in their relationships. And, and, and so it's influencing your experience right now. It's, ex it's influencing your, 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 your present relationship. You've got emotional baggage. You've got <coughs> sorry, a trail of baggage that is affecting how you relate to one another as, uh, as, 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 a, as, a, as a, as a couple. Your intimacy is not growing because you're afraid anytime you will get a slap. Anytime you'll get a slap. And I'm, 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 and in this context, I'm not only talking about the people who've been affected. I'm talking to people who are affecting their spouses in their relationship. Maybe and and we will, we we will address this when we're getting into ways of dealing with this thing and so the the other issue that happens in relationship we are comparative you we, as human beings you you are comparing your spouse with your past lover or lovers and and, and because you're comparing you you begin to think too highly of your past lover which makes your, your 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 spouse become insignificant and and some people have got this gut they they even talk constantly about their exes about how good they used to do certain things and what also can uh, affect your current or your present relationship or your marriage is you you do not disclose things related to your past that have got a bearing on your current relationship and so there are so many things and, and 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 the biggest question in the room is how do we stop old wounds from stealing our relationships from stealing our intimacy from stealing these uh a, a beautiful um this beautiful goodness that we we desire to experience in our marriage how do we begin to deal with these issues well it, it, it's important i think I, I think it's important to be to, to to know is to be forearmed to know is to be forearmed what am i saying you know what i'm saying exactly I, i'm saying to have knowledge is to be armed to have knowledge is to be armed old wounds have 
many ways of stealing into our relationships. They can disrupt a connection, prevent a connection from reaching takeoff, or slowly pull at a relationship until it's gasping for air. And, and, and here's the thing. We all want to be in love. We all want to experience a sweet marriage. And, and the reality is, ladies and gentlemen, the reality is, I just want to get this off my chest. Somebody might say, but the person who made me have a terrible past experience is my spouse. And the reality is, your spouse will even hurt you again in the future. They might even do something greater and bigger than what they did in the past. And and, and the reason why I say that is this. As human beings, we are not perfect in how we do things. We are not perfect in how we handle things. In actual fact, we get into marriage with this reality. It's trial and error in how we relate. I love what uh, one of our past uh, guests on the show wrote on their Facebook page, uh, Sia Zenani. She says, marriage is getting into a relationship with a stranger and giving your heart to the stranger and hoping that this stranger will know exactly what to do to make you happy. But this stranger has got the capability of hurting you. And this is the reality of marriage. Marriage is you getting into a relationship with someone who does not know you. Someone who does not understand you. And so marriage is about, what makes marriage successful is knowing. What makes marriage is understanding. What makes marriage successful is understanding. And what makes marriage powerful is wisdom. So what we need to do is let's arm ourselves with knowledge. Let's arm ourselves with the skill on how to handle past past hurts. How to handle past wounds. Now, what is important? Let's let's talk to somebody who who experienced sexual abuse. Um, from my experience with my friend, one of the first things that my friend got to understand was that the sexual abuse was not her fault. It was not her fault. If you have been sexually abused, it is not your fault. It is the fault of the criminal, of the devil who did that to you. It is the fault of that. So what is important is to absolve yourself of the blame. But it, it, it just doesn't happen like that. You can't just say, click, click I, I forgive myself. You need to go through counseling. You need to go through therapy. Find someone who will understand you and not judge you. I can tell you from the experiences that I had with my friend. She used to feel dirty. She used to feel as if she was unclean. And it took a lot of uh, a lot of talking to, a lot of encouragement, a lot of convincing until she got to a point where she regained her sense of being clean. She regained a sense of feeling that she's not dirty. So it's important to Find ways of dealing with your past hurts. Find ways of forgiving yourself. Find ways of saying, I'm not what this, that person said I am. I am what God says I am. So it's important to find a support structure that can understand you and help you to deal with issues that you have got at hand. Number two, let's talk about the realities of what's happening in our marriage. For, for, for instance, one past experience can, as I said, can be that you, you had a terrible breakup. 
Talk about it. Talk about it. Indicate to your spouse to say, I had such a terrible breakup. A, a terrible breakup that stole my trust in humanity. Stole my trust in men or women. And so I'm struggling with trusting you. And I need you to make, to help me trust you. So your spouse already has got the knowledge that you're struggling with trust. So, and, and when I say talk about it, I'm not saying it's a walk in the park. I don't trust you and, and your spouse will say, oh, no, I understand you. No. It's, 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 it's at times more complicated than that. And this is why I'm saying when we are in a relationship, the reality that we've got to have is that relationships are not a simple or easy walk in the park. Relationships are about breaking down walls, breaking down barriers, getting to the other side, healing wounds. That's what relationships are about. They exist in that reality. We exist in a reality that says we have been hurt. Most of us have been hurt in relationships. We have been dumped. Deal with issues. Now, let me tell you of a personal experience. I got dumped. I got dumped. It hurt. It had, it hurt to the heavens above. And so when I got hurt, I, 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 I lost my self-esteem. I lost my ego. I, I couldn't find it. I was, you know, being pumputa, they say in my language. I was trying to find it. And so, and, and, and so what did I do? I, I, I grappled with this thing. I grabbed, why was I dumped? I, I needed answers. So two years after that, I, I went to my ex. I said, I said to her, could you just set me free? Tell me, why did you dump me? Why did we have to break up so painfully? And so we had a conversation, a conversation, we had conversation over time. And eventually, when, you know, I got to a point where I recovered, I regained my experience. You, you might not handle your, your dumping like the way I did. I'm not saying do it the way I did. I did it the way I, I was free. I was not married. I was, I was, I, I, I had the freedom to talk to my ex and find out exactly why. And so it helped me when I moved into my relationship that I moved on to next and I eventually got married to. I, 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 I didn't go with trust issues. I didn't go with ego issues or low self-esteem. I went in there recovered. I was fully recovered. I was a, 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 a dampy. And when I went into this relationship, I, I'd moved from being a dampy to a recovered dampy. And, 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 and so I just want to say, find ways, impo- it's very important. And I, I love one therapist or one world renowned, um, uh, marriage, uh, counselor or, 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 or therapist, Dr. Uh, John, uh, Gottman. You, he says, let's find love. He, he talks about love maps. He talks, and love maps is, is about knowing your spouse. It's about understanding. He, he's got s- several simple questions that you need to answer. If you read his book that, uh, his book, uh, that's called The Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work. I, I, I might not agree with several of cert- certain things that he writes about, but there's certain things that I agree with him. Knowing your spouse is important. Because knowing your spouse will help you weather marital storms. So now that my, my, my spouse experienced issues of trust in the past, 
Now that I know that he or she experienced issues of trust in the past, how do I help them trust in me? Now that I know that, I then I know them. How do I help build up that trust? It's important to know intimacy. So in your relationship, look at your spouse. Know them so that when something arises, you know how to handle it. You know how to handle it. You, you, you've got a skill. In actual fact, relationships are a skill. You need a skill to deal with your relationships. To deal with your relationships. Your relationships. Sorry, I keep on saying relationships. I don't know why. Yeah, we've got multiple relationships. You've got a relationship with your child. You've got a relationship with your brother, with your sister. And, and so all those relationships, they need us to, 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 um, to, to have a skill in how we deal with them. So, the other thing is, your wounds are not a crime. Your wounds are not a crime. Let's, let's be honest with that. Your wounds are not a crime. Your spouse's wounds are not a crime. Some say, will say, but, but this person got hurt 10 years ago and they're, and they've not got over it. You, 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 you cannot complain about that because the reason why we, we don't get over things just like that is that now we need to, to, to be equipped on how to deal with these things. Let me give you an example. Say somebody has lost a spouse. The spouse died. It took them 10 years to get over their spouse dying. You know what was happening in 10 years? They were coming up with, they were learning on how to deal with the loss of a spouse. And so here's the thing. When somebody has experienced losing a spouse through death and some, and some next, somebody next to them loses a spouse through death, the person who has learned, who has equipped themselves with dealing with losing a spouse will be of great help to this one who has has recently lost a spouse through death. And so what what's happening there is this this one might be of help. So what I'm saying is if you've got issues, find someone who has experienced these things and has learned how to handle these things and has grappled with certain phases of learning. Find someone. It's not a crime to say 10 years because in 10 years you might not have learned something. Learned how to handle these things. Knowledge is key. Knowledge is key to handling past experiences. So I I had issues of trust. How do I begin to trust? As a as a how do I begin to trust? Open up. I've got trust issues. I need to deal with these things. I need to be able to trust my spouse so we can be intimate. So. And ladies and gentlemen, past wounds are destroying a lot of marriages. And and because we do not know how to handle, to treat these past wounds, it's killing us. And it's high time we began to deal with past wounds. It's high time we begin to we began to acknowledge that past wounds are messing up with our intimacy. It's high time we began to say, yes, I need to deal with this thing. It's high time we began to acknowledge that 
At times, we might have been the cause of past or terrible experiences. And we need to be part of the healing process. Do not be too proud to to humble yourself. And one thing that is uh, very key is humility. Be humble enough to say, I need help. If you are a perpetuator of physical violence, you need to say to yourself, I need to go for counseling. I need to go for therapy in order for me not to hurt my spouse. So if you are a perpetuator of violence, go for counseling. If you are a perpetual liar and you have stolen therapy, go to God. Go to counseling and therapy to God. God will help you overcome lying. He will help you overcome the sin of life. If you are a perpetual player, someone who loves umjolo, someone who's cheating, seek help because cheating is a sign of that you are lacking something. You are lacking a fulfillment in a certain uh, space. It's a it's a it's a spiritual deficiency. It's a social deficiency. Go and seek help for it. Because at times we always want the victims to be the one that seek help. But I also want to say to, to the perpetuators of hurt, go and seek help. We cannot not always point the victims to, to seek help. Why list you, the perpetuator of whatever you're perpetuating, sit and say they need help? You also need help. If you're a person who's got anger issues, deal with those anger issues. Find someone who will help you. Deal with anger issues. I, I wish I had time and I will tell you about my experiences, my own personal experiences with anger issues. I was an angry child. I was angry at certain people in my life. But I learned how to deal with anger issues. Now, one thing that I've always wanted to do is do a reflection of your own life. Look at points where you are angry. Look at points where you're sad. Do a reflection. How do I overcome? I remember when I was... Two years ago, I had a conversation with my brother. We experienced certain things as, as children. And I said to him, how did you handle, how did you overcome this part of our life? I need your help. And I spoke to my brother about it because he seemed comfortable. He seemed to have overcome our past experiences. And it helped me. I acknowledged that I needed help. And I, at times, I when I wake up, and I've got that feeling. I talk to him. I, I, I will indicate it to say, I'm thinking about incident ABC. And, and it, it helps me. And I'm saying, the, the, confess. Have the ability to say, I need help. Don't be too proud. Well, ladies and gentlemen, old wounds, past experiences will steal our intimacy if we don't deal with it. The bottom line is, knowledge will help you deal with situations of the past and they will help you experience better intimacy in your marriage well you've been listening to the friday night word show on the Golide fm podcast you can walk up with us on our social media pages you can find us on twitter you can find us on instagram you can find us on uh, um on facebook on the Golide fm handle. Well, I've been your host, Tamsang Ogachuma, and I want to leave you again with a song from the group called The Message. The, the, the song says, are you making memories as you go along life? Are you making sweet memories? Memories that will help you and put you in good stead. Until we meet again next time, may the good Lord bless you. Ciao! Are you making